0: Hello and welcome to the Strategic Bookkeeper Podcast. I was speaking to a bookkeeper the other day who told me that she was too busy. And it kind of broke my heart, (laughs) Uh, and I'll tell you why. So uh, I meet busy bookkeepers and accountants quite regularly, uh, really highly skilled, great bookkeepers and accountants who tell me that they are too busy, too busy to, uh, you know, do this and that, work on their business. (laughs) Uh, But what I often find is that they are busy, 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 but not actually achieving the income or lifestyle that they want and deserve. In fact, when they are busy, 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 I guarantee they're not achieving the lifestyle, right? Because they are super busy, too busy to prioritise their health, too busy to uh, enjoy the things that should come through building a thriving practice, delighting your clients, uh, which gives us the privilege of our dream on our terms, which is the income and lifestyle. Now, being too busy is absolutely uh, one of the key excuses that I'll get <laughs> for why I can't. So this is why, Jeannie, I can't read your book or listen to your audio book, which is only an hour a day for a week, right? So I'm too busy for that, Jeannie. Uh, and it's why I can't join your program, yeah, because I'm too busy with all these clients and this client work. If you're a busy bookkeeper that can't find one hour in your day to go for a walk and listen to my audio book, then you need this more than anyone, okay? Uh, If you can hear the passion in my voice, (laughs) it's because I want the busy bookkeeper to transform themselves into the thriving strategic bookkeeper, and that's what today's podcast is about. Okay so by the end of today's podcast what I really want like in my heart's desire is I want to have convinced the busy bookkeeper uh that just being busy is not the pathway to the income and lifestyle little own the fun thriving practice that you want and deserve okay um and if I haven't done that by the end of the podcast I truly hope that I have at least given you food for thought maybe I've given you the motivation to listen to my audiobook over an hour a day for a week, definitely food for thought around pressing pause for a moment and thinking about your end game. Start with the end in mind. What is the income and lifestyle that you want? Yeah, How many hours do you want to work? (laughs) What is the income? And then work backwards from there to architecture your practice so that it gives you these things. Without further ado, let's jump in, my friends. I'm Jeannie Savage, the strategic bookkeeper. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur, author, speaker, trainer, and coach. After 13 years in practice and after scaling into a lifestyle business where I could choose my own adventure, I'm sharing my secrets to success, my secret sauce recipe on how to build a thriving practice, delight your clients, and ultimately live your dream on your terms. This podcast is a companion to my book. In each weekly episode, I'll share strategies for scaling and success. This is your time to shine, to step up, to become a strategic bookkeeper and enjoy all the benefits it brings to you and your clients. Okay, let's jump into exploring the busy bookkeeper versus the thriving strategic bookkeeper. And first off, I am going to tell you that I feel in, like I'm in perfectionist mode right now with this podcast. So I'm going to name it to tame it. <laughs> I'm massive on that. Uh, and I think maybe I feel that way because this subject is for me, such an important one, right? And it's one of these ones where, with the busy bookkeeper, I want to grab her by both shoulders and I want to shake her and say no. (laughs) Um, And because I feel so passionate about this subject and about helping busy bookkeepers to press pause, take a breath, and have that realisation that being busy, 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 busy is not the pathway to thriving, 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 I feel like I'm in perfectionist mode. I feel like I need to deliver this content like perfectly and yet I know that different concepts and thought leadership will speak to different people. So with that named to tame, I'm going to jump in and start sharing. And the first thing I want to share with you around the busy bookkeeper versus the thriving strategic bookkeeper is just a quick, uh, a quick one on mindset. Okay. And I am going to direct you to the podcast that I've done on pricing because that's going to explore this a bit more. So the busy bookkeeper versus the thriving strategic bookkeeper mindset is around the employee versus business owner mindset. Now, I was once a busy bookkeeper, so I've been in practice about 13 years, so 13 or so years ago when I started my journey uh, in my own bookkeeping practice, I definitely, if I reflect and I'm honest with myself, I feel like I definitely had an employee mindset, which once again I talk about in that podcast on pricing. So just quickly, in this podcast, the employee mindset versus the business owner is a little bit like this. So as when we first go into business for ourselves, uh, often we have been an employee in the past, right? So... We start out kind of with this mindset around, okay, well I'm going to charge a higher hourly rate than I was being paid as an employee and often it's significantly higher, maybe it's 50% higher or more and then people are going to come to me and they're going to ask me to do work for them and I'm going to do it at that higher rate. But that's more like you act when you're an employee, right? Your boss gives you work to do at an hourly rate and off you go and you do the work. Uh, You certainly don't negotiate with your boss on whether you even want to work for him or her. (laughs) Um, And there's this idea that, okay, the rate's good and the work is there and therefore that'll all equal, you know, income, lifestyle, whatever. And it's just not that simple. So in terms of mindset, just listen to that other podcast, okay? I don't want to rinse and repeat too much here, but definitely that's just the first seed that I want to plant in your Mind is this employee mindset, and I see bookkeepers and accountants stuck in this mindset for the entirety of their bookkeeping practice journey, scratching their heads as to why it feels more like a job at the end of the day, and they don't feel... Like they're having the impact and they certainly don't feel super, super valued, or it just doesn't feel like they thought it would feel. And I really believe that this employee mindset versus business owner mindset is a big part of it. So once again, just start by listening to that podcast after this episode. So the next thing I want to raise is if you are the busy bookkeeper, right? I'm too busy. Even, you know, it's lucky you've even got me listening to this podcast. I'm too busy. I want to ask you, have you got the income and lifestyle that you want and deserve? Don't just say, yeah, 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 you know, I'm busy. Of course I've got the income and lifestyle. I'm busy. I'm busy. Pause for a minute and be honest with yourself. Okay. Um, have the courage to be honest and, and know that, uh, courage and fear exist together, not separately. Acknowledge that busy, busy, busy does not, it, it does not reflect income and lifestyle. Yeah. And I'm living proof of that. Uh, if you've heard my story, you know that I've just had times in my practice where I've not had to work very much and the income is still the same and the lifestyle is there. So please do ask yourself right now, are you really achieving the income and lifestyle? And not Well, I'm going to get it next week or next month or in three months or six months or a year because I'm busy and I know that busy will lead to that. Right now, if you are too busy to work on your business with me, have you got the income and lifestyle that you want and deserve? Now, if those two end game pieces of the puzzle, income and lifestyle, are not there yet, what do you think is going to get you there? Do you think it's bringing on more clients and getting busier? because I would suggest that it is definitely not. (laughs) So a bookkeeper I spoke to the other day said she's too busy to find new clients and therefore she is too busy to work with me, listen to me, read my book. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is not about finding new clients. This is about building a thriving practice. And the two are very different. Finding new clients is simply a piece of the puzzle. It's a piece of the build a thriving practice, delight your clients, and then live your dream on your terms. It is not the thing that is going to give you the income and lifestyle all by itself. So please, please, please do know that. In fact, uh, in many cases, what's going to give you the prize is squeezing more juice out of the orange. So it's about what you are doing with the wonderful VIP clients that you've got right now. It's about when you do find a new client, what do you do? Like, do you do the strategic things, which we'll dive into in a minute. I really want you to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, are you achieving the income and lifestyle that you want And deserve because it is rare that i meet the busy 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 bookkeeper who is loving it right maybe they are making okay money but if you are that busy that doesn't spell lifestyle to me so now has what i call part three (laughs) let's look at the opportunities that exist to move from busy to thriving strategic okay so i'll use some examples and some stories but we'll look at the opportunities That exists. If you're a busy bookkeeper and the little things that you can do and could do in order to free up time and increase profitability. Okay, so once again, income and lifestyle. So I am going to do this in a bit of a non-linear way. So meaning the first thing I'm going to talk about in terms of opportunities is when you do meet new clients or just thinking about your existing clients, let's talk about the terms upon which you are working, so definitely the terms. Let's talk about your productized services as well and your pricing systems, those three things. I have done a podcast uh, on knowing your terms and backing yourself, so I really recommend you listen to that one. So in terms of knowing your terms, I'll share with you a story from some years ago in my own practice uh, as it relates to knowing your terms and how transformational it can be from truly moving from employee mindset to business owner mindset and having a robust set of strategic terms. So in this case, what I want to share with you is around the kind of minimum charges on jobs, and I'll share a couple of stories with you. So uh, first off, it was some years ago, and uh, I was already doing very well in this space around knowing my terms and having a lot of this stuff nailed, which actually speaks to the fact that once you get all these moving parts in place, right, so my seven-step methodology and all the things within there, then over your additional laps around the sun, like more of your years in business, you don't just stop and it's perfect and it's finished. You're always learning and expanding your mind and refining and improving, yeah, so that uh, your practice continues to thrive so that your clients continue to be delighted, okay? And so that your income and lifestyle continues to improve. Uh, so in terms of that knowing your terms, so yeah, it was some years ago and uh, I was thinking about the one-off jobs we get because as a bookkeeper, you often get offered up one-off jobs. So I'll give you an example of those. So I catch up job or a rectification job of an accounting file is a one-off job. That catch-up job may turn into ongoing bookkeeping. And look, we find most of the time it does, yeah, but it may not. Either. So consider that catch-up job a one-off job. Um, Training someone in how to use their software, be it Zero Software, Myop software, QuickBooks Online software, whatever it is, like a training job is a one-off job. And then you've got your regular or what I call recurring jobs. So they are where you are doing either uh, like bookkeeping, so end-to-end bookkeeping for a business, and you take care of that weekly, maybe charge them monthly. Or we have another one in-house, which is helping DIY bookkeepers, okay? That's a great opportunity to help people that are doing their own bookkeeping, and we'll talk about that one in a minute. So both of those jobs should be ongoing. With DIY bookkeepers, uh, we're available throughout the month by phone and email, and we're making sure their file is in order. We're pointing out where if they're not doing the bookkeeping properly themselves and then offering up... Training at an additional cost and we're doing all the heavy lifting like, um, payroll, new starters and terminations and the lodgement of all their, uh, taxation lodgements, that kind of thing that's within our space. So that's just an example of two types of ongoing jobs. They're probably the two main, what I call basic bookkeeping jobs that we do that are occurring. So back to the, one-off jobs and this is really important to uh think about too and this is the thriving strategic bookkeeper understands the kind of work that they are doing yeah so this is a part of it so i was thinking about the one-off jobs this might be 7 years ago it was a while ago and i realized at the time, I think I was charging out about $395 for a really nice little uh, productized training pack. And that might have been, once again, this was like seven years ago, it might have been up to three hours of training with uh, up to three months of support by email and phone on the subjects covered uh, way back then. So these days, my minimum charge out is more like $1,000. So no one-off job is less than in my practice, and I'll expand on that in a moment. Uh, So way back then, I was doing that kind of work, and slowly but surely, we'd always increase those fees. So before long, it was $495 and $695, etc. But the other kind of one-off jobs that we would get requested, it could have been really small stuff. Like, it could be stuff where I would talk to the prospective client about what they need, and I would think, well, that job potentially might only take me 15 minutes, yeah? But because I was able to take a business owner mindset uh, rather than an employee mindset, so the employee mindset would go, oh, well, I think that job might be 15 minutes. So 15 minutes times my charge-out rate, let's say a charge-out rate's is $100 an hour, well, then um, I'll charge you $25, right? <laughs> oh, goodness, that is not a viable um, a viable term upon which to trade, let alone a viable productised service or outcome billing model. So what I guess I realised at the time is for these tiny little jobs, I had two choices. Either I didn't do them at all because they were going to make me busy, yeah, busy, 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 but definitely they were not going to contribute to me building a thriving practice, delighting my clients and getting the income and lifestyle that I went into this for. Uh, So I realized actually that that little $395 amount that I was charging out training clients at the time was a bit of a sweet spot for the minimum that I should charge anyone, okay? Uh, And so I thought, okay, well, I'm more than happy to help these business owners that come to me that need a a little micro job that might be 15 minutes, but I need to let them know that uh, the fee for service here is $395, okay? And then I realise that uh, what often happens is something bookkeepers call the quick query. So even if we've got, in fact, the smaller the one-off job, so let's say you've got a one-off job and it's only gonna take you five, 10, 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever, You you do need to talk to that prospective client beforehand. There's admin involved in terms of billing and collecting the payment. Uh, There will be times where that client, once they become a client, has a question after you finish the job. There may be times when you have to speak to the accountant for some reason after that. So with these one-off jobs versus your recurring jobs, There is a lot of unknowns in place. Now, the thriving strategic bookkeeper takes the time to actually understand this in the scope of running a viable business model, okay? And a viable business model in terms of a bookkeeping practice contains my seven-step methodology. (laughs) In terms of the terms upon which you trade, have you sat down and really – thought about that because if someone's calling you and you're using for a one-off job, for example, and you're using that methodology of, well, 15 minutes times my charge-out rate, even if you're doubling that, uh, that's what I want you to really consider not doing and consider that that's more the busy bookkeeper employee mindset, okay? The other thing that I want to mention here and it's really, really important to know is that this kind of system strategy and terms, because that's what we're talking about here in this section is terms, it's not about riffing anyone off, okay? In fact, what I noticed is that when I came up with this beautiful productized service, the clients that I was serving were happier than ever, and part of that is when you listen to my podcast around knowing your terms and backing yourself, when you operate like this, when you operate as a professional business owner with these kind of professional terms that make you a viable business, you actually have the room to service and even over-service the client. So. Uh, you know, I remember quite vividly the first time I did that kind of job, right? Somebody needed some help on the spot. It was like, help me. You've got a great reputation. I know you can do this job. Can you just do it? And I said, yes, I can take care of that for you for $395. And I took care of it, right? But I was able to slow down and take the time to make sure that the client understood what was happening, is there anything else you need, et cetera. Even if that job only took me 15 minutes, That client was a raving fan that knew he got the outcome that he wanted and needed, and he knew that I had his back, yeah? So this comes back to selling outcomes, not hours. And selling an outcome uh, over an hour is more than just a fixed price billing because too many busy bookkeepers I meet are using a math equation to calculate that fixed price billing rather than a set of strategic systems and processes, which include the terms upon which you trade. So now for the second example that does relate to terms, but also moving into this productization and pricing system is uh, those, I just touched on the DIY bookkeepers. So, and I want to give you an example so you can reflect on how you are acting in your own practice. So let's say a prospective client comes to you and they are doing their own bookkeeping. And it can also, from time to time, be a full-service client who wants to transition to DIY bookkeeping, okay? And there's nothing wrong with that. And In this day and age, there's a uh, always a good opportunity with the accounting software for business owners to do it themselves if they want. It's not something I recommend. Um, but we absolutely have a DIY bookkeepers who we help and support, okay? So in my productized suite of services, I have DIY bookkeeper packages, okay? Um, Now, if you're the busy bookkeeper with the math equation as your pricing strategy, when someone like that comes to you, once again, you're probably going to be thinking, how long is this going to take me, uh, weekly, monthly or quarterly, times what I think is a decent hourly rate? cue the employee mindset, okay, I'm just really trying to help you understand what's happening here, and then you're going to simply give them a fee structure that reflects time for money, okay, so even if you fix price it, you're still in the employee mindset using a math equation and trading hours for uh, the service, okay. Whereas the thriving strategic bookkeeper has a beautiful productized service, yeah, and the other thing that he or she does is takes control. So when we do the needs analysis, uh, the busy bookkeeper sometimes lets it be very much a combined decision, so allows the business owner to take control and tell them what they want. For example, if I get someone come to me and say, I want you to take my books and do the quarterly, No, that's not what we do. Okay, so I don't do quarterly work. Yeah, so the thriving strategic bookkeeper has very solid terms and is in control and makes his or her recommendations and is valued by the prospective client and the client. So in this case, it would be a DIY bookkeeping package that provides the business owner with outcomes. And those outcomes would be, I'm available by phone and email throughout the month. Yeah, I can even jump on the Zoom with you. I'm going to check your file and make sure that it's uh, on track. I'm going to do the heavy listing. I won't go into too much of what that is, but the heavy listing that they just can't do. I'm going to lodge your compliance, etc. And the fee attached to that service for the month is X. You know, maybe it's 250, 350, whatever it is. But if you were just calculating the time, let's say the fee attached to that service was $300 a month, that would be your absolute minimum charge-out rate for a recurring service. So this is a client that needs no bookkeeping as such, a client that just needs the support to be a DIY bookkeeper, okay? So oftentimes, you spend a lot less time uh, on that job as such. Yeah, but to make it a viable productized service in your professional, uh, bookkeeping business, you need a minimum charge out rate. Yeah. So hopefully that's getting you thinking about the terms upon which you trade your productized services, your pricing model and how it relates to moving from being a busy bookkeeper to being a thriving strategic bookkeeper. So the next thing I want to mention before I wrap this episode up with action steps is that the busy bookkeeper is often doing this. So I explain kind of the, the customer journey. So a prospective client reaches out to you and they say, uh, I need some help. Maybe they've been referred to you. You have a chat to them about what they need. Let's say you are fixed price billing. You then think in your head, well, I think this will take this amount of time uh, and you just... You know, quote a fee and the person says, yes, that's great. And, uh, then you move ahead and you think, gosh, I'm so busy and I'm constantly bringing on these clients. Then the busy bookkeeper also tends to have a mix of this kind of work. So they'll have a quarterly work that doesn't take them very long. So maybe they've got quarterly work. It only takes an hour or so and they're only charging out, you know, the equivalent of their hourly rate, let's call it $100 an hour, times uh, the time it takes, even if that's fixed price. So it's a very low charge-out rate, and they'll be charging out some quarterly work, uh, and then they'll have, you know, the ad hoc clients who say, I'll just call you when I need you. And the kind of work they're doing, it's a real mixed bag, all right? And I'll try and frame this up as what they're not doing. So uh, The busy bookkeeper often doesn't start out with understanding for themselves the kind of clients and work that they want. Okay, so it tends to be more they're taking on the work that comes in the door and they're doing whatever, uh, they're kind of asked to do. One of the reasons that that keeps you busy versus thriving and strategic is because when you move to a world of being thriving and strategic, you could be taking on you know half or less than the work that you normally take on, but getting better client outcomes and getting better outcomes for yourself okay so that is income and lifestyle. so the thriving strategic bookkeeper is taking on the right kind of client and helping them to say yes to the right kind of productized service that leads to. Good viable profit margins, but also raving fan happy clients. Okay. So what I want you to be very aware of is just, in- so increasing your rates and productizing your services will not lead to clients that are less happy. It'll lead to clients that are more happy. I mean, we offer a platinum level of service with two types of guarantees attached to it and our retention is excellent. Okay. And our clients are you know, either happy or raving fans or better. Yeah. And we sell outcomes more than ours. Many times prospective clients reach out to me and they've been let down by the busy bookkeeper because the busy bookkeeper has got so busy that she started to drop the ball on deadlines and tasks. Yeah. Uh, we never drop the ball on deadline and task. And part of that is just because we run such a professional business. But the only way we can do that is with lots of strategy and systems and processes. Okay, so this is about the thriving strategic bookkeeper. We're not going to be the busy bookkeeper. Yeah, we manage capacity very carefully too. There is so much more I could share. I could absolutely write a book on this subject. Uh, right now I really want to wrap this episode up with action steps. So if you have listened to this episode, you've done really well to make that time. Uh, if you would love to move from being a busy bookkeeper to a strategic bookkeeper, let's talk about your next lap around the sun. Step one, take the audiobook challenge. Please listen to my audiobook for an hour a day over less than a week. Okay, and then you will have learnt what you need to learn. Please do listen to the podcast that I pointed you to on pricing and knowing your terms. That's really important. Please do join my waitlist for the Strategic Bookkeeper Transformation Program. And when the doors open, please do jump in. Okay, there's a podcast that explains everything you need to know about the Transformation Program. Uh, Ultimately, what I'd love to do is hold your hand for a year yeah, so rather than, we've got to do it all in two seconds, you are busy, I get that. Yeah, uh, hold your hand for a year and slowly but surely help you make the transformation from bookkeeper to strategic bookkeeper. I know that that transformation is going to lead to you being a smiling bookkeeper <laughs> uh, and so much more, but let's take it one step at a time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a question you'd like answered on my podcast, please email me hello at the strategicbookkeeper.global. Did you know we have a private Facebook group called The Strategic Bookkeeper's Way? There you'll find bookkeepers just like you on the same journey where you can ask questions and get support. You can find more resources and how to work with me at the All the links are in the show notes. Have a prosperous week and I'll see you in the next episode.